Listener Production. Why property stocks were some of today's worst. And what does today's data mean for next week's interest rate decision? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday, the 29th of June. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Laura, happy Thursday. We're back again. Welcome back, Stevie. How was your holiday? Thanks so much. It was uh, it was good overall, I would say. Give mm. it a rating of 7 out of 10. Oh. Yep. It was good. We went to South Korea for two weeks with where did we my did, toddler. Where did, oh, we deducted the points due to the toddler on the plane. I mean, it was exactly. It was mm. nice having the toddler on the plane with us, mm. but he went kind of feral on the way there. Mm. Completely nuts. The Fun same, 10 hours. We got an Asiana flight over to South Korea, mm. and this was the same airline that had mm. the door opened by a passenger who lost his job and was just needed some fresh air. <laughs> so... And did that happen on your flight It didn't happen, as well? but no. I think if my toddler knew how to open the door, <laughs> he probably would have done the same thing. But apart from that, it was great. Okay, that's yep, good to hear. Awesome. Well, we're very happy to have you back. Well, thank you for having me back. Let's talk about the market. Yes, absolutely. And it was a, an interesting day today because the market was completely flat by the end of the session, which perhaps contradicts my statement that it was an interesting day. <laughs> but we were up this morning mm-hmm. by about a third of a percent, had some data released that saw the market fading a bit over the course of the afternoon. But of course, yesterday, it's our best day in about two and a half months. We were up more than 1%. We were indeed. So we ended two straight days of gains, but only just. We were down about two points or less than a tenth of 1%. As Stevie mentioned, we were up earlier in the session. We saw quite a muted response to those retail sales figures. I mean, yesterday when we got the inflation data, we saw the market skyrocket upwards. Today, not much, and it sort of just dwindled throughout the afternoon from 11.30 onwards. Exactly. And those retail spending figures, kind of like the last piece of the puzzle before we get the next decision by mm. the Reserve Bank for interest rates, which will be next Tuesday, 2.30 p.m. Sydney time. And it's an interesting set of results because you're right, we had inflation yesterday, which was much softer than expected. I wasn't even here, but I was reading this, this information, <laughs> Lauren. What a massive nerd. We live and breathe it. We do. Exactly right. And that was a reason why Marcus did so well yesterday, because it just raised the likelihood and chances that the RBA might sit on the sidelines for next Tuesday when it meets next. But today's retail spending data was much stronger than expected. We had 0.7% lift in how much we all spent at the shops in the month of May compared to a month earlier. That was about seven times what the market was broadly expecting. So they put it down to a few things, lots of promotional activity in May. People seem to take advantage of that perhaps. Also end of financial year sales came earlier than usual. Mother's Day, mm-hmm. a click frenzy event, all of this contributed. But also the trend has generally been one since late last year where we just haven't been spending that much. We're quite nervous about rate hikes and spending has generally been going backwards. So maybe it hasn't made a huge impact as far as what we might see for rates next Tuesday, we still think there's about a, at least CBA economist, 60% 60%. chance that rates are going to stay on hold, 40% chance that we could get a small hike of 25 basis points or a quarter of a percent. So it's going to be a close call, but more likely to see no move next week. 
Exactly. We also got job vacancies today. They fell by 2% over the three months to May. And over the year, job vacancies have now fallen 10%. So the continued decline since May last year could suggest we're now past the peak of tightness in the job market, which was really quite sticky for a while there, wasn't it? It was. And that's another big, like last week, we had those job figures, which were much stronger than expected. So that added to the likelihood of perhaps a rate hike. So lots of moving parts um, and it was, and that inflation report yesterday, weaker than expected and today's retail sales stronger. So there's a lot for the Reserve Bank to kind of look through, I guess, next week and make a decision on rates. But what else did we see as far as stocks go today? Could be another close call with that RBA decision next Mm -hmm. Tuesday. So I just want to mention as well, so far this week, we're up 1.4%. Oh, beautiful. And it is, yep, go on. 0.5% for the month. Yep. One day to go. Yep. For both. Yep. How exciting. Yeah, we're up a quarter of a percent over the quarter. Is not much. (laughs) Are we going to go into Up about 9% over the year. Very exciting stuff. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. Today, though, seven of the 11 sectors lifted. We saw tech stocks leading the charge with the likes of WiseTech and Zero doing well. Financials also improved, helped by the major banks. ANZ actually rose the most. It got a broker upgrade as well, which helped. Utilities, they did worse today and miners were awake as well with gold miners falling as a group after the precious metal fell. It's been falling a little bit for the past few days. And also property stocks, they didn't do so well. They were some of the the hardest hit and it's really not surprising because there was a really long list of almost 40 companies there that traded ex-distribution, which is exactly the same as ex-dividend, the cutoff for who gets a dividend payment or, or not. Most companies in different sectors, they tend to trade ex-div on different days. But for property stocks, you tend to see a whole group of them trading ex-div at the same time. So that weighs on property stocks when they do. And we had other stocks trading ex-div too, didn't we? We had over 70 stocks in total Mm. trading ex-dividend, including ETFs as well today. So we saw APA down, Charter Hall. These are mostly as you said, the real estate stocks. Mm. We also saw Growth Point Properties that was down quite a bit. Stockland, they were all on the losers list today and they topped the losers list, really, real estate stocks. Toll operator Transurban was another stock declining after trading ex-dividend. But there was also an announcement today that the competition regulator, the ACCC, the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, they raised concerns about Transurban's proposed acquisition of a majority interest in Horizon Roads. So essentially, they're just worried that they're going to be way too big and become a monopoly, I suppose. Yeah. And the interesting thing about that is that the amount that Transurban actually declined today was about 2%, Mm -hmm. 31 cents per share. The dividend, 31 and a half cents per share. So there actually didn't seem to be, at the end of the day, a huge reaction to that announcement from the ACCC. It perhaps had more to do with the fact that it was ex-distribution. But you pointed out APA Group as well. So these are stocks that are some of the biggest companies in their respective sectors, and that's mm. why they really weighed on on the market overall. Yeah, APA Group, part of the utility sector, and that's why we saw that sector falling most today. Exactly. And one of the best performers today ended up being PointsBet, which is the betting company that Shaq always seemed <laughs> to do a lot of funny ads for, but it rose 5.5% today. It was a bidding war for the company recently. Two different organizations have been interested in buying the betting company's US arm, one called Fanatics and another called DraftKings. Today, Fanatics sweetened the takeover offer, putting more money on the table, about 333 that was yesterday actually, $333 million in Aussie dollar terms. That's about 50% more than what the prior offer was. 
But of course, with PointsBet, it hasn't been smooth sailing for investors because yes, it more than doubled in share price in 2020 for 40% in 2021, but almost 80% last year. So a long way to go to get back to those heights. It sounds like you've been keeping up to date with Craig and I's podcast. You mentioned all of that yesterday, Stevie. I'm glad you've been tuning in while you've been away on holiday. Um, well, you're welcome, Laura. I just thought, <laughs> I just thought, you know, it, the longer I don't listen to the podcast, the more fun we'll have when we get back together. Stevie, all I'm going to say is I'm glad we have the best producers because there was a lot of laughing in between just then. You literally crack me up. But back to the stock market today, Imugene was another stock in focus. They were granted a new US patent for its vaccine, which is currently in clinical development for non-small cell lung cancer. The patent protects the composition of matter and method of treatment in cancer. The patent will expire on the 11th of February 2040, so quite a bit of time to go. However, we saw its shares falling 2.2%. And the stock that did even worse was Bigger Cheese, which ended up being the worst on the ASX 200. It fell by 6%. It was the seventh straight day of declines for the company. And there had been a recent fall in Aussie milk supply and a lot of competition for its milk locally. And that's complicated things for Bigger because it's basically keeping their costs quite high. And a few brokers out there have downgraded their expectations for where they think the share price might be in 12 months' time. Ramsey Healthcare, a similar story there. So they eased today. Yesterday, the company announced that they're considering selling their joint venture in Asia after receiving significant interest. And this saw its shares lift 4.7% yesterday. Today, down in the order of 1.8%. Well, so a mixed day today overall, I think would be fair to say. Let's look forward to tonight. There'll be a few things to watch over in the United States in particular, mm-hmm. a key update on economic growth. Mm-hmm. This will be for the three months between January and March. And what's tipped here over as far as what the market reckons, probably growth of about one and a half percent. We also get few companies releasing profit results, Nike, Bed Bath and beyond, be two in the retail space. And then tomorrow from China, we get purchasing manager surveys for June. So definitely one to keep our eyes on. Very important. And tomorrow, of course, Laura, is the last day of the quarter, month and financial year as well. And that's partly important because you can get some more unpredictable moves as we approach the end of trade tomorrow. Something to just be mindful of. But I think that probably wraps it up for another day. You missed one thing. It's also the last day of the week. It's the last day of the week as well. Oh, my goodness. There you have it. Well, it's good that we're doing this together, Laura. Imagine what would happen hey, if we missed out. But anyway, have a great evening, everyone, and we'll do this again tomorrow. Lovely to have you back. Thank you. This podcast is prepared, approved, and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting, and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.